Hey everyone, this is Dan the GM, welcoming you to What the Dice, episode 23. I want to thank you guys for all the support you've given us, both on Patreon and through word of mouth. Yeah, you know, sometimes just telling a friend about us and getting them to listen helps us tremendously. Well, I hope you guys are ready for an, a episode, because I am. So sit back, relax, and let's get right to it. Sitting at the campgrounds, we look around. Merchants changing hands of gold, passing small items from each other. Potions, trade rations, leathers, small daggers. The old storyteller is watching as well, with a smile. Well, me friends, while our merchant friends work, sit back, let me tell you more of our story. Kalila and the team are back in the trade city. But information is sometimes easily gained when a meal is shared. You all are in the temple courtyard. As you guys are standing there, you hear the temple door open and you see Sir Reginald stepping out. Ah, me, my friends, come here, come here. I'm sure we'll gather. Did we find Clyde? Yes. Yes, sir. He walks up and smiles and he goes, So, the priestess is very happy with everything you've done and as promised, he hands you a satchel of gold, as well as a small bag containing three strangely colored seeds. He goes, these are your rewards, as well as the home. If you need anything, unfortunately, we have not found a home steward for you. Do you have a particular race in mind that you would like to work with? I myself, I like dwarves. They're hearty little fellows and they make Excellent food. She's just going to look at Clyde like, I have never been put in a situation like this. I do not have a preference for a race. Um, I would uh, ask who wishes to assist us um, and go from there. I agree. Absolutely. Everyone would want to be the heroes, home steward. But if there's nothing else I can do for you. I bid you a fair day, and I must return to my job. Uh, Actually, is... it's lunchtime. <laughs> Go on. There is one question. We have two items that are unidentified. Is there a place that would be able to identify them? He goes, and what are these items? One is a ring, and one is a sword. <laughs> well, most shopkeeps should be able to identify it. We did find that little gnome that we liked. Perfect. Thank you. Absolutely. Have a wonderful day, and it is time for my lunch. I wanted to okay, Sir Reginald. Yes, ma'am. When do you have some time to discuss some things? I wish to discuss a problem in Narrow Cloud. He goes, well, if you wish to discuss something, I can belay my meal, unless you wish to join me. Kalila sits there thinking, I am hungry, going, lunch sounds good. 
absolutely follow me. He walks you to what looks like a private galley, just enough space for maybe him and a few friends. Okay. Sitting down, a gnome, or I'm sorry, a dwarf walks up, handing him a plate that seems to have mostly fruit in it. Looking at you, he hands you a menu to pick from. He'll select something. He nods and he wanders off to get it. A few minutes later, it arrives. So Reginald places his hands on the table and says a quick prayer. Can I get a perception check? 26. His food, while he's eating, you or before while he's praying, you take a look at his food. You see oranges, apples, grapes, bananas, and you see this strange red fruit. Well, it is a tomato. She's not going to say anything, but figure he's a vegetarian. After his prayer, he looks at you after taking a bite and smiles. So, Miss Kalila, how may I help? I want to discuss sending some kind of aid back to Narrow Cloud. There seems to be a strange thing going on. And if we go and get Ishel, the original deemed priest from the new temple that it was supposed to be built there, there's some very odd things going on. And she'll explain what they witnessed and what's going on, who's now in charge, and blah, blah, blah. He goes, well, that's not proper. One does not just simply remove a priest, especially one that is ordained. Well, this definitely requires our attention. I will put together a team and send them out. I will also send some of the best clerics I can get my hands on and researchers to ensure that there's no illness. One of the things that we did notice, and it was my guess and suspicion, is that if they're removed from the village for a long enough time at a good enough distance, they seem to regain their senses and want regular food instead of indulgent food and nothing but liquor. If necessary, I if you have to, removing the people would save their lives. He nods and he goes, well, removing people off the land is not something we take lightly, but- Agreed. Agreed, but it would be for their health to then return. Absolutely. I will send forth some of my best men to have this all taken care of. Or at least find out what's going on so that we can correct it. Agreed, but make sure they too don't stay too long in case they too become infected. We will make sure that we are at least a half day away and set up encampments there. And she'll also let them know on the other side, like heading towards where the cursed swamp would have been. If it was, they t traveled for 15 minutes, the nature seemed normal there. So if they have to, to go onto that side. Very well. He puts a few pieces of the fruit in a small cup and offers it to you. Would you like some? It's absolutely delicious. It's a family no, recipe. No, thank you. Ah, well, you are missing out, ma'am. Is there anything else I may help you with? Look at Clyde and Short Round to see if there was anything they wanted to address with him. I don't think they followed. Oh, I thought they were with me. Okay. You had lunch with with uh, Sir Reginald. That's a good story. We gathered <laughs> together as in we all were going to talk to him about this problem. But okay, I'm apparently alone with Sir Reginald. Yeah, it was good <laughs> bonding time. <laughs> she will finish her meal quietly. He 
brambles on about different things, mostly just trying to fill the dead air. Talking about how great the people in this area are and how wonderful it is to have been born in such a city. She'll at least listen and learn because she doesn't know anything about the city, so... It's clear that his family has definitely been in this... His family has been in this city for multiple generations. Even to the point of he has said that every male in his family has... Or every second son in the family has served in the Paladin Order. First son. And she'll actually mention she meant his brother. She goes, ah, yes. Sir Reginald, or I'm sorry, he has not been knighted. Reginald the 14th. Yes. He runs the family's merchant shop. In fact, I believe they're the ones that requested that some hero get those seeds. I've never really understood those seeds. There's some family heritage thing that only the merchants know about. So that's the bag of seeds you gave us then? Yes. Where is your brother? Last I ran into him was shortly before the first time we met you, uh, when I was leaving my home village. Well, if you head up to the Northern Outer Circle Market District, the largest market, it's not really a stall, it's more of a shop, and it's not even really a shop, it's more of a manor. Why don't you just mark it on the map? He takes your map and places a X where it's at. He goes, Yes, he did mention he was helped by a strange black cat. It must have been you. That is very proper of you. Very kind, very kind. Thank you. Is he returned? I warned him he's not old enough to adventure yet, but no, he had to show that he can handle anything I can handle. Has he returned? Yes, he's been here for several weeks, actually. He came back with nary a scratch on him, Granted, he did say that he did get beat up a little bit, but he seemed unharmed. My cobalt is not my cat. Correct. I will make sure to stop by and say hi, and ask him more about these seeds, then, since he seems to have more of the knowledge on them. Yes, they are his side of the family history and his lineage. I get the prestige and the honor of serving the priestess and being part of this wonderful paladin order. She'll nod and finish up her meal and let him continue to ramble. He rambles the entire time you eat. As you finish, he gives you a bow and lets you leave, giving you a blessing of have a wonderful day. She'll thank him and head off to go find Clyde in short round and wonder why in the hell they abandoned her. <laughs> So, Clyde and Defibulous, what have you been doing for this last hour that Kalila suffered Sir Reginald? That sounded so wrong. I went home. Okay. <laughs> All right. So, Clyde has been kicking it at home. Well, I went home to, to see what it looked like and how it's set up, and then... I will eventually be going out to a sword shop and a ring shop to get these identified. Okay. So the... Oh, I'm sorry. One quick question. How much money was in the bag? Yeah. He's our inventory keeper. Have found inside the bag is 10K in gold. 
Okay. Woo, money's. As you approach the home that the city has given you, it is made of mahogany pillars with stone walls. There is a door with the holy city symbol on it and your names with little boxes underneath, so your mailboxes. Inside, it has not been decorated yet. There are two rooms, I'm sorry, there are three rooms on the first floor and two rooms on the second floor. A grand meeting room, which also doubles as your dining area. A small area to prep food and a small area to greet guests. There is a note that is a welcome to the city and that some basic furnishings will be provided, but anything more than the basic necessities you will need to acquire on your own. They do have a stipend of 300 gold a week for food. Anything past that, you would have to take care of yourself. Seems like a crazy amount, but awesome. You are in a very big city. 300 gold might just be enough to have basics. Okay. I mean, I don't know. Is that what I see when I approach, or is that what Clyde sees? That's what Clyde sees. There is a box with Clyde's name sitting outside as well. It does have the Paladin Order symbol on it, which is your altar pieces. What would you like to do, Clyde? Sorry, I'm writing all this down. (laughs) Okay, well, the first thing I'm going to do is take in the package and set up a, a simple altar in my room. Okay. Which room are you claiming, or does it not matter? Closest one to the door. Okay. So you're on the first so floor. like a true paladin. Yup. So you begin to set up your altar. Defibulous, what are you doing? Um, he's, was probably standing or sitting next to Clyde and hasn't realized he left because he's still fuming. So you are still at the temple grounds. Does you know Clyde? Wait, where, where did he go? Does that mean he also didn't notice Kalila leave? Apparently. Where the where the hell did everyone go? All <laughs> uh, strip bolts and brass bolts around here. Just gonna go find a tree and just sit down next to it, fuming. All right. So, (laughs) Kalila coming out of the galley from having her lunch with Sir Reginald, she sees Defibulous sitting under a tree, pouting. She'll playfully sneak up behind him and go, boom, and scare him. Defibulous will spit around and pull his rifle out of habit. She'll just stand there and blink. Oh, hi. Still pouting. Well, yes. Don't know what you want to do yet? I have not decided. I was going to talk to Clyde, but everyone wandered off, apparently. Well, I wanted to go check on Ishel and stop by our house. Shall we go? Probably a good idea, yes. So how'd your, uh, where, where did you go? Well, apparently you two abandoned me to have lunch with Sir Reginald by myself. 
Ugh, I probably would have doused myself in gunpowder and lit myself. But it did turn out worthwhile. I did find out a lot of information about the city and the history of his family, and I've met his brother, who's not nearly as bad as he is. He's actually quite nice. And I was wanting to stop by their place to say hi and thank him, because kind of helped set us on this journey. And ask about these seeds. Apparently, they, they, they tend to have children, and the sons become the first one's the merchant, and the second one's the paladin. It, however their family structure works. It seems bizarre. He has information about that those that, that bag of seeds that the other Sir Reginald gave us. Number 13. Ah, uh, there's been that many of them? Well, the Sir Reginald the 14th is the loudmouth, and the 13th is quite nice. Mm, flip that. 13 is the loudmouth. The older one? 13 is the loudmouth. 13 is the paladin. Okay, whatever. Wow, I didn't think there'd be that many of them. Uh, apparently. But, let's go find Clyde and check on Eshel. Sounds good. Get to the home. So, at the home, you see the same thing uh, I described. Inside, you hear the sound of things being placed, uh, as well as a crate outside of one of the bedrooms that has been claimed. Clyde? In here. Okay. She'll head to his voice while looking around at this massive hole. Follow the voice. Welcome to our home. You left me. Yep, you're gonna get an earful now, buddy. What do you mean? You were in the you were in the presence of the high esteemed Sir Reginald. Yeah, you left me too, buddy. Short round will glare at him. I, I do not understand. Uh, I was moving on to to find out where the uh, sword and ring would be after he gave it um, me the seeds and the money that way, uh, and after I asked the questions to continue on. Hmm. Well, speaking about the seeds, and she'll relay the information that she found out about the 14th knowledge and how it might be a good idea for him to go, or she can, because she did at least want to see how the, his meeting in her village went. Uh, see what he wants to do about that. That sounds fantastic. Well, I guess I'll pick a room later. I wanted to go check on Eshel afterwards. Do you want to go meet Sir Reginald the Fourteenth, and then go identify these things? That sounds like a good plan to me. I'll stop back here after checking on Eshel. Taking your time and asking around, you have found a way to find the clerics that are taking care of Eshel. Entering the temple, everything is sterile. This is definitely more for healing than anything else. She will make sure to wipe her paws. Nice. Inside, there are clerics and people helping clerics. They are helping people who are sick, bandaging wounds, things like that. You see Ishel sitting on a very comfortable bed as a cleric is asking a few questions to, you know, get some understanding of his feelings and the differences and stuff like that. They have been giving him water as well as fruit juices, things to help get everything 
fit internally. She will patiently wait since, you know, she's talking with the doctor. It's not her business. If, you know, whatever. So she'll just wait, but be in eyesight of them. After a few minutes, the cleric bows and gives Ishul the nod of you're good to leave if you wish. Ishul looks up at you and smiles and, well, they say that I'm in good health for my age. I'll come over and go, I'm glad to hear it. They have offered me a place to stay to help with the wounded. And I have chosen to do that. I, I feel as if this is my way of at least returning thanks to them. Well, she goes, I'm glad to hear it. And I'm happy to hear that you found something to do. They have also told me that you, where your home is located so I can visit when you are not out and about. She goes, please do. I didn't have the chance to speak with Clyde or Short Round, but if you didn't have a place to stay, I was more than willing to let you stay at our home. He gives a nod and he goes, well, if they end up not needing my services for long, I may take you up on that. I'll make sure to check with Clyde and Short Round. I don't see it as a problem. He nods. He goes, they... There is never a problem here with him saying. <laughs> they say that the there's no sign of illness in me anymore. Um, I I feel stronger again. They say that you know besides my skin being slightly pale, I should be okay if I spend some time in the gardens. Smile some sunlight would do you good, definitely. And I'm glad to hear that my suspicions of getting you out of that village was correct. I did go ahead and talk to Sir Reginald about sending aid and help out to your village and finding out what what can be done to fix the problem. He goes, that, that would be great if we can return my home the way it was. I need to make sure to stay on top of it. Unfortunately, it seems that we're going to be sent out probably on far greater dangers, but I feel pretty confident in the holy city investigating narrow cloud that things will be taken care of but i won't let it get out of my sight he nods and goes well if there's anything i can do to help while you are gone please let me know and i will gladly do such she'll smile and she goes i want you to get back to complete health before you even worry about that he nods is there anything else you would like to do with him while you have to at least make, give him a map or get a map and show him where their home is and let him know that she does have other things that she needs to tend to but for him to rest he nods and she'll go back and gather up Clyde and Short Round unless Short Round followed her yeah Short Round did follow her he, he's just been quiet did you want to say anything then or the whole him staying in our home yeah, I can see Ishel staying at our place. That's fine. All we have to do is have to fight. I mean, that place is place is huge. I mean, I get lost in there, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, and we haven't ruined. Defibulous, this is probably more closer to what you would see your parents had as a guest house. So it would be about the size of, like, the guest house of your family home. Same with uh, Clyde. Yeah, um... I am going to say on our way out, has anybody seen our other companion? Rune, yeah, no, I was just saying, we haven't seen Rune. Nope, can't say, I, can't say I've seen him. But something tells me he'll just show up. Hey, Defibulous, perception yeah. check. Do I get one? 
Nope. 21. So the key that you were given is not where you placed it. It is on the other side. So if you had hooked it onto like your belt loop on your right side, it is now sitting on your left. Um, okay, I'm not that oblivious. What's going on here? He's going to take a look at his key and try to figure out why it's on the opposite side of his belt. You just see a small note that said, I had to borrow it and returned it. Rune. Um, well, I'll be brass bolted. You and your weird words, what? Oh, uh, Rune had to borrow the key he made up and returned it on the opposite side of my belt, and I didn't notice. He was crafty. She's crafty. But she'll make her way back to Clyde and then, uh, up to Sir Reginald's place. You mean Reginald's place? Whoever. The merchant is not knighted. Hey, Reginald. As you approach the Reginald's shop, it is not as simple as everyone else's. It is definitely a shop that has been passed down for generations. As you walk in, it is not a single shop. It looks like they have converted multiple homes into a single shop. On the base level, there is a merchant that deals solely in cloth, one that deals solely in leather, one that deals solely in metal, and one that deals solely in potions. There is a bard playing music, and it is very busy. Above the door hangs the symbol with the words underneath, Gold Shield. As you enter, a young female elf in long noble clothing gives a bow. Welcome to Goldfield. Or, I'm sorry, I, welcome to Gold Shield. I will bow back and say thank you. She goes, we are very busy at the moment, but we are glad to help in any way. What items are you looking for this eve? Actually, we are looking for uh, Mr. Reginald. We were sent here by his brother to inquire um, some questions about uh, certain items that we were given. She goes, well, any of my our merchants are able to do identifications. Unfortunately, Master Reginald is busy at the moment. He is only accepting special guests. I think I might qualify as a special guest. I, I believe um, we actually would qualify as a special guest. Um, Mr. Reginald is actually already acquainted with uh, this young lady here. And we actually have items that are uh, specifically to his family uh, that we would like to speak to him about. She nods she goes, I will go up and speak to him if you will give me a few moments, but please, Enjoy the music, and please, shop around. She gives a deep bow and walks up the stairs. So what would you guys like to do? You are in a merchant shop. I'm just going to wait and idly look around. Well, I need to... Well, there's only cloth here, so I can't have anybody identify this. So There's also people that specialize in metal. Oh, okay, then I will go over to the... I'll wait in line or whatever to speak to somebody that is specializing in metal and ask about the sword that we have. Waiting in line, it takes about 
10, 15 minutes, but you are eventually seen. Oh, jeez. Have they come back by that time? Also, by line, if they came back. No. Not okay. yet. Behind the counter, there is a young dwarven woman, clearly mostly working with the coin. Behind her, an older dwarf with spectacles on that have the multi-layered glass. He is looking at items either to identify or to um, price. She looks at you and gives you a deep bow, and she goes, Welcome. How may I help you this evening? I bow back, and I say, uh, Good day, lady. We were actually sent here um, by Mr. Reginald's brother, Sir Reginald. I have two items that um, I would like to be identified, if possible. I have a sword, and I have a ring. She uh, pulls out a piece of soft black leather and places it in front. Thank you. Please place and the will... items here. Yeah, and I will place the items there. Um, she goes, it does cost 20 gold pieces per identification. I understand. She nods. Accepting your uh, payment, she moves the items to the other dwarf. Looking at it carefully, he puts on a pair of black gloves. Picking up the items, he begins to identify them more intently. On a piece of paper, he writes down for the ring and then does the same for the sword. Carrying the items back, she places it in front of you. Well, my friend, it seems that the ring is a cannibal ring. I would not suggest putting it on. It does act like a ring of sustenance, but Eventually, it changes. That sounds slightly frightening. She goes, and the sword. Let's see. According to the master, it is called the buffoon's sword. Okay, is there a description? Let's see. She reaches down, pulls out a book, and flips through it. Hmm, buffoon's sword, buffoon's sword. Ah, yes. Let's see. According to our studies, it makes people unable, well, less capable of sneaking around. It also seems to have a strange enchantment that makes it to where if the wielder tries to tell a lie or hide something, they are forced to say the truth or do something that makes it to where they are unable to lie or hide what they are doing. That is an excellent sword. She raises an eyebrow and she goes, and well, you are a paladin, but not I, just I, for uh, a paladin for any, uh, any city watch, any guards tower, any um, jury, any judging this sword would come into play countless times to um, figure out who is the telling the exact old truth in arguments, in disputes, in any of those uh, uh, scenarios. She gives you an odd nod as 
most people don't view cursed items as useful, but she gives you a, a slight nod. She goes, would you like us to take care of these items for you, or do you wish to keep them? Oh, I definitely would wish to keep the sword, um, but the ring, I am not sure how to take care of the ring. It is not a very uh, good ring, as you have stated. She nods and she goes, let me see what we are able to do for you. She walks off and has a conversation. After a few moments, she goes, well, it seems as if the master can find a way to destroy the ring, but it will cost about 700 gold to destroy it. I understand. And I will just keep the ring and um, find an alternate... I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. I will keep the ring and find an alternate means of uh, either disposing it or figuring something out. She nods and hands you the uh, folds the cloth and folds the cloth with the items inside and hands it to you. Thank you. After a few minutes pass after that, Kalila would recognize Sir Red or I'm sorry, would recognize Reginald the 14th. Instead of his adventuring wear, he is dressed in fine noble clothing. On his hip, a short sword. On his other hip, a satchel of gold. As he takes a step off the last step, he sees Kalila and smiles. Walking up, he gives her a bow. Ah, Kalila, you've come to my shop. She'll smile and bow back. She goes, Reginald, I have. How was the visit to the village? Excellent. We have struck quite a deal. We are going to be providing your hunters with better bows and better arrows in exchange for their leathers. Sounds like a good trade. Yes. It was amazing to sit and talk with the village. And your master said that if I ever to see you again, to wish you a well-traveled. He is insightful. So, what brings you to my humble shop? Well, your brother has given us some seeds, and we kind of know nothing about them. He raises an eyebrow and then chuckles. He goes, well, let us talk about this in my office. It will be better. She will make sure to bring Clyde and Defibulous with her <laughs> this time. Sounds good. As you walk up the stairs, on the walls, you see portraits. On the left side, all of the men are dressed in nobility clothing, with the shop painted behind them. On the other side, all of the men are dressed in paladin armor. Starting out at as a paladin was Reginald the First, or Reginald. As you go through, you see that it is true that every male of the family, if they have two males, basically give up the shop and the paladin rights. But 
They are all named Reginald. Walking up to his office, the office is more simple. It is simple woods, hardwoods, chairs that are very comfortable to sit in, but still on the plainer side. Sitting behind his desk, he smiles and sits looks at you and offers you a chair. So, my brother had given you the seeds. As your request, I believe? I actually gave them to our priestess as a gift to any of anyone that would come to be known as heroes in our city. I had a dream when I was younger, much younger, in fact, that one day I would be able to give someone that needed the seeds the seeds themselves. My brother laughed and said that the, he would be the hero of the, the holy city and stuff like that. You know, the things paladins always say. <clears throat> that. And he goes, well, the seeds are special. They are mm, a gift from Reginald, the very first Reginald. He was an adventurer and a paladin and helped well, by the... You seem to be trying to dance around with words. Why not just speak plainly? Because it is a doorway to a family friend. So you plant the seeds and wait, and a tree will sprout. You enter the door that is on the tree. You will be meeting with a family-long merchant friend. Past that, I am not allowed to tell you anymore. Why not? It is the contractual agreement I have with this merchant. Are, but all right. He goes, if you plant it in any dirt, a tree will sprout. Okay. Neat. He goes, but the seeds are limited. I mean, they have a expiration date or they're only a certain number of there's only a certain number of them. Our family has found a way to reacquire the seeds whenever we speak to the merchants, but I am not allowed to tell you how to do that. It is something you must figure out on your own, but I have had a chance to see where Miss Kalila comes from, and I know who her teacher was. I am sure if anyone can solve this puzzle, it would be her. No pressure. <laughs> so I have heard you have done our city a great favor in helping the priestess. We have tried, yes. Yes, we have. And it seems that you are on a world-changing quest, I would assume, if everyone is calling you a hero? Um, you also could possibly assume that is correct. That's what we are hoping to do, is help everybody out. Well, if there's anything I may do, please... My door is always open. Well, we thank you immensely, and we hope um, we can continue to assist you, because I, I know that you have merchants downstairs for all sorts of um, armor that we will probably be needing in our quest. He smiles and he goes, well, they do have some of the best armor available, and it is all branded with the gold shield name. That sounds perfect to me. Looking over at Defibulous, he smiles and he goes, Ah, I have seen rifles like that before. I was actually trying to acquire some from a family. Oh, mm, 
What was their name? He begins shuffling through his paperwork. He goes, well, looks like I've had contacts with multiple families. Have you any knowledge of the different uh, families that produce these weapons? Depends on what type of rifle you're going for. Cartridge, powder, powder and ball. ball. Uh, each family kind of specializes. He goes, well, I would like to acquire different types. I want to give adventurers a fighting chance in this changing world. Let's see. There's a family of, let's see. There's an elven family that specializes in very fancy looking ones, which I have been leaning towards because of their style. And let's see. There's this family that isn't really a family. It's more of a collection. And then there's this one of gnomes but they're short bolt yes that's the name but my contacts that are looking at them said they they seemed shoddy workmanship don't go with them i will take your opinion on that it, it seemed that they were very pushy on getting us to purchase from them i would say go for if you're gonna if they're going for good reliable and moderately well priced i would go with the collective family the elves they, they make some really fancy rifles, but they can get a little spendy. Yes, well, money has not been an issue with us. We do very well. Yeah, I wouldn't trade with the short bolt family at all. I will make sure my people see, hear about that, and we will look for the other contracts. Maybe we can work a deal with both the elves and the collective. That would probably be a good idea, and he's going to kind of bite his lip and... But just kind of go off in his own world. Short round, don't you make modifications to your own weapon? Huh? What? Don't you make modifications to your own weapon? Yeah. Would you be able to help them out? I could probably show them a thing or two, yeah. Well, when I get a forge up and running, we will call upon you. Uh, sounds good. We were able to acquire, oh, these strange balls they call them shots we were able to acquire some from all the different families and we haven't started selling them yet but if you ever need them please let my assistant know and you can purchase them from me directly i appreciate that thanks of course as you guys are talking his assistant walks up and is carrying several books and he goes well i do need to get back to work it was Lovely seeing you again, Miss Kalila. Hello, the Fibulous. Clyde. Have a very good day, and thank you once again. What do you guys want to do? Head back to home. All right. Back at home. Ask about a discount next time. <laughs> right? But she's also kind of curious about these trees. As you approach home, the door is shut and locked, but you hear Rune playing music inside. Well, I open the door. As you enter... Rune's not around, but you have seen, you do see that there have been some tapestries purchased, as well as a fire is lit in the visiting area. Upstairs. Assume it's the butler. Upstairs, you hear Rune playing his music. Hello, Rune. We're back. You hear Rune pause for a brief moment. Rune, welcome home. I not get key, so I got key and made key. Good job, Rune. They didn't know about you before. Actually, they still don't know about you. They think I'm an elf. Yeah. Your secret is safe with us. And speaking of secrets, looking at Short Round. What? 
will just clear her throat and look at him and then look at Clyde. Um, what? Hi, Clyde. Hello. I um, don't understand. Brass bolts. I did say you needed to tell him. Yeah, yeah. But I will not tell anyone else. So, Clyde. As she's going to go pick out her room, which is one of the ones upstairs. Yes, sir. You know how I trash talk the short round business? But your short round. I didn't know you had a business. Well, short bolt, sorry. Oh. Yeah, I'm not actually... My my actual last name is Shortbolt. So your family does not make good business? Oh, no, we used to do Fabulous until my older brother took over. Oh. And Defibulous will tell him everything. And Clyde will listen intently and not interrupt and ask, you know, small questions here and there. Some that, um, Clyde, I have already asked. But at the end, we be like... That's a very difficult life to have lived, and I can almost understand some of what has happened. Um, yeah, so, like I said, my brother would probably, if he finds out I'm alive, he's probably going to send people to shoot me in the face with whatever garbage they build. Hopefully it blows up in their hands. Well, if it ever does come to that, I will be sure to step in front of them. Um, you're going to need a thicker shield then, buddy. Point me to the right direction for a thicker shield. Mm, standard rifle. I could probably figure out how thick it needs to be to stop a, a standard rifle shot. Sounds perfect to me. I will continue to defend you with everything I have. I appreciate that, and I apologize if you get shot in the process. No, it comes with being grappled, bit, scraped, uh, bled on. You do seem to attract a lot of damage to yourself, yes. Such is my way. I mean, I didn't realize it, but I kind of felt like Paladin has become synonymous with Chew Toy in your, in your, in your type. Well, I can understand that. <laughs> you do seem to get bitten a lot. Well, considering I can take it and some other people cannot, it's probably for the best. Just don't make a, just don't make a habit of sticking yourself in their mouth, though. That's just not good for you. Well, it depends on how big the mouth is. If I need to step into it to stab up into the brain, it might be still a good strategy. Are you sure you're a paladin? Because that doesn't sound very paladin-like. Well, if something is attacking me, I have to defend myself. I mean, don't you guys, like, run around smoting things and stuff in the name of the light and other yes, nonsense? Yes, I did smite that shadow creature that tried to um, bite me that I grabbed. And that other creature that was in the darkness. That's the reason why I found him. Because I detected his evil. Yeah, so is it normal for paladins to, like, go smoting people in the brain? Because that sounds more like something I would do with shooting someone in the face. Well, the Quickest way to, you know, put something at ease in its resting place so it may pass on is, in my knowledge, the brain. Mm-hmm. Putting things in the head is a reliable way to stop it as she comes back down the stairs. Yeah, but stabbing it in the brain, does that sound like a paladin thing to you? It's a quick and efficient way to kill something that's trying to kill you, so... See? It's efficient and... If it is uh, like Mother Nature, like that dire wolf, it was not good or evil. It was just living. Need to suffer um, and it's try to reason with exactly dire try and make it as quickly as possible. Although you do kill things kind of viciously, you're effective with your sword. Effective, yes. Ah, and speaking of things to discuss, quick question: If 
Eshel needs a place to stay. He has temporary places to stay. Do you care if he stays here? And of course, he is always welcome here. I'll let him know. Rune, we should we should uh, inform him that way. If Eshel does come, he does not, you know, abruptly uh, informed. I should probably tell Eshel that Rune's actually a nice kobold, and the servant that apparently we're going to have. Oh. I would say that would be up to Rune to tell him or not. We cannot force that all on him. Fair. We should discuss that. As the music continues to play, the sun sets on this day slowly, letting it all kind of sink in that not only are you now citizens of this holy city, but you are now held up in the highest regard and as viewed as heroes. For now, this episode is over. With the adventuring party now having a chance to rest in their new home in one of the grandest cities in all the realms, we now must let them rest and take our own time to rest. And as always, my friends, may the dice gods bless your every roll. We here at What the Dice would like to thank Paizo for creating Pathfinder, Epidemic Sound for our music, as well as Sirenscape for our sound effects. If you would like to reach out to us, you can do so on Facebook at What the Dice Pod, Twitter at What the Dice Pod, and of course email WhatTheDicePod at gmail.com. And if you liked our little adventure, please share us with your friends and rate and review us.